0: Welcome, welcome to all of you to the second episode of Shiver Down the Spine and this time it's no child's play. This is not for anyone with a weak heart and if you think that you are not ready for something so spooky and eerie, then I guess the best thing for you lot would be to escape, run just like we did from the haunted Lambi Dher mines in Dehradun where not one, not two, not hundred, but 50,000 miners were crushed to death and their souls in the air, their bones under the soil, their spirits wanting to be free. When we reached the
1: extremely haunted Lambi Dher, the weather was freakishly gloomy and dark because of the overcast clouds and dense fog and we were the only ones who could be seen there. All that could be seen was the haunted abandoned office of the mines which looked like it was calling out for us. A call that was so strong that it was difficult to resist. Slowly to explore and being the brave boys we were, all three of us went into the office which had several broken rooms and the walls had drawings names, and cartoons drawn on it, which made the entire ambience scarier. The place was full of dust and spider webs. It was chillingly cold and windy, and the only thing that scared me was the past experiences of the people who had been there. We had the courage to look at the walls and the drawings, and when we were doing so, a water droplet from the ceiling fell on my neck. And that made me look at the ceiling and what I saw there made me feel like I am in a haunted movie wanting to escape. Trust me, if you are faint hearted, you wouldn't want to know. But if you are still here, let me tell you that I saw my name was written on the ceiling and it was not water that fell on my neck. It was pure red blood that was dripping from the letters that were on the ceiling my breathing became difficult and it was as if I was choking on thin air and I was sweating badly and it took quite some time to gather my breath and I asked Devang and Devarjo who were in the other room to come and see the ceiling and I was taken aback as there was nothing there on the ceiling and no blood on my neck and it was difficult for me to recapitulate that incident and tell myself that it didn't happen, because I could still sense the blood on my neck, and even smell it.
0: Oh, hold on a second, people. Let your hearts go through another spooky roller coaster, because that was just the beginning. We decided that staying any longer in the office wouldn't be at all a smart or a great idea. And also because Ram's face had become pale and yellow with fear. Now little did we know that the trip from the office to the ruins would be something that would itch my soul for the rest of my life. It was one of the most terrifying and difficult treks I have ever experienced in my entire life. My legs were giving up on me. I wouldn't see much because of how dark and dense the fog was horny shrubs scratched against my legs and calves. There was a slight breeze which made a certain sound which was so petrifying that it almost sounded as if someone was crying, crying amidst the hills, far away crying for help. Everything seemed to be playing with my mind, everything, the whole place seemed to be unreal. It was like a dream. I kept pacing uphill because I felt someone was behind me, following me, watching me, watching every step that I took. And I was too scared. I was too scared to call my friends, let alone look back and see if there is actually someone following me and watching me. The wind, the sound, the hollow static ambience, the footsteps, the feeling, everything made me want to reach the ruins as fast as I could or even better, run, leave the place and escape. The clouds were too dark, the wind was too cool, my fear was too high. It was almost as if I would sense all the miners wanting to escape from the soil, all of their souls wanting to erupt deep beneath the ground that buried them and start mining all over again. But I knew that at that point of time, I would not want to be anywhere near Lambideher Mines.
2: I feel my experience at the Lambideha mine strip lived up to its horrific and spooky nature. Initially, I was in denial of the fact that there might be something spooky in there, but my mind changed while returning. It was a dark evening with fog all around us. We could see a ton of fog floating at us, covering us. I could barely see anything further than two steps. The way to the ruins of the mines was narrow and full of several white bones spread across. I already knew this was leading to something I had never witnessed before and never wanted to witness. As we went further, I could already hear strange voices and whispers. After, after half an hour of walking, we could see the ruins from a distance. In no time, we were facing the entrance of one of the most haunted places in the world, swarming with more than 50,000 souls who died a painful death entrance was pitch black which was an evidence to the fact that the place has been abandoned since half a century but we decided to enter anyway and as we as soon as we lit up a lamp hundreds of bats erupted as they flew past me leaving me in a state of shock as we went deeper the voices got amplified i could hear the sound of droplets as if blood was dripping dripping from the ceiling I could also hear a voice which sounded as if all the souls trapped inside were screaming in pain, seeking for freedom. The amount of bones beneath us doubled and so did my fear. I heard someone call my name out and despite the common notion of not looking back, I did so anyway. A lady dressed in white with black feet and a dark face with no facial features at all was floating mid-air with a broken neck. I could feel my blood freezing and my legs getting lighter. I did not have any time to comprehend what was happening and I looked in front, gathered all the faint courage that I had and guess what I did? I ran. I ran for my life, ran for freedom, ran to get past what I saw and what I experienced.
0: And soon after that, all of us, Ram, Devang and myself, we don't remember anything that happened after that, but we do remember two things. One, that we ran, we flew, we glided from that spot. And number two, we probably wouldn't visit that place ever again in our entire lives because what we saw and what we experienced will be glued to our souls, dark and deep forever in our lives.